Welcome to SCGA, Off the Hustle, the official podcast of the South Carolina Golf Association. The Palmetto Shop is proud to sponsor the Off the Hustle podcast and the South Carolina Golf Association. We are your one-stop shop for all your screen print, embroidery, and promotional products needs. Our team will work with you from conception to completion. Low minimums to high volume, we can accommodate all your staff or team apparel, uniforms, and marketing needs. You can find us on Facebook as Palmetto Shop, the web at thepalmettoshop.com, or call us at 803-252-5058. Hey, and welcome back to SCGA Off the Hosel, the official podcast of the South Carolina Golf Association. I'm Alan Knight, joined by Biff Waythrop. What's up, Biff? Not much, Alan. The heat, the heat's up, brother. Yeah, it is. It is hot. And it's not, you say not much. There's always a lot going on with y'all. Yeah, we got a lot going on, but, you know, it's, it's again, it's, it's the season. Uh, we're in the middle of July. Uh, you know, it's it's what we do. It's that time of year. So it's it's been good though. We've been rocking and rolling. Everybody's been all over the place. Uh yep. not many people in the office nowadays, so yeah. but you know, that's 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 the nature of the beast. So, you know, just in since we last got together, we have done so many events. We've had uh two two state am qualifiers. Uh we did one at Oak Hills on July the sixth and had uh twenty nine players qualified, score one over par seventy three got in. I looked at those results, and there's some good players who didn't get in, like perennial state and players. Yeah, there's a lot of them. But, you know, I mean, then you get like a Ryan Martyr who jumps out there and fires him a little 65 real quick. He took the medalist position out yeah. there. You should have seen some of the people's faces when they came in and saw that seven under par on the scoreboard. I bet. Um, golf course was good. You know, it's, it's, it's right there in front of you, and um, it, it was it was a good day. So we got it all done. It's always nice to get that one in Columbia done because you never know weather-wise what you're going to get in Columbia this time of year. Right. Um and we went right from there. We were supposed to do the Country Club of South Carolina qualifier on Thursday, July the 8th. But that was when uh, the storm came yeah. through. Um, Elsa. Elsa came through. Yeah. Elsa came through. So we had to push it back to Friday, which was good. Um, they had a lot of rain at the course. We even had to delay times on Friday by two hours. But but we were able to get out there. And um, yeah. 19 players qualified there. Another, again, score 73. Um, got in. And and had a tie for medalists. Uh, Jack Roberts, Jerry Bruins, and Grant Sellers all shot five under par sixty-seven. Yeah, that's how Grant won the scorecard playoff, I believe. Yep, yep. yep. You, you know, we don't we don't make them stick around all day long no. for something like that. We just turn around, do the scorecard playoff, and send them on the way. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, our field is set. We had almost four hundred qualifiers for the for the state amateur uh, at Debadu for the first week in August, and wow. um, you know it was we got a good field. We're excited about it, and. Uh, Got some support from around the club down there, so we're raising a little bit of money to make the make the, the, the event even more special for everyone. So we're, we're, it's going to be a good week. We're looking forward to it. Always. And so is that it? The field set. The field is set. Now the problem is now we got some U.S. amateurs. The U.S. amateur starts the day after our state am. So the U.S. am starts on Monday. Our state am finishes on Sunday. So we've got some of these oh, yeah. some of these guys who've qualified for the U.S. am. Are going they make to, it to the finals? They'll. Well, no, they're just going to go play in the U.S. am. They can't uh, play in the state amateur. Oh, I got gotcha, you. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. So well, and but, and wouldn't you know, Ryan Martyr is probably going to be one of those. He 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 medaled at he medaled oh, at uh, at Oak Hills for the state am, and then turned right around this week and he qualified for the U.S. am. Good for uh, Ryan. So we'll get to that in a minute, but. While the while the stadium qualifiers were going on, the junior crowd was up at Smithfields up in Easley and doing the Upstate Junior Classic, which is you know yep. the second year we took that that event and started running with it for them, and then we've turned it's turned into a great event, uh, a lot of support from up there. 
Um, you know that they do a good job there at the course, and 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 players enjoy it. It's a good, it's a good, good, good couple of days up there. Nice, yeah. My man Chuck Conley, the golf course superintendent. Yep, Chuck did good. You know, as usual, he's texting saying how bad a golf course yeah, is. Yeah, he was like that the whole time. I said I saw the pictures on Facebook yeah. on the SCJGA, and I was like, man, that place looks good. Man, he's just like that regular superintendent. You know, they're yeah. never happy with what they produce. They're not. They're, they're, not. they're always looking for better. Which and, and that's good. I mean, that's why that industry is so strong. I mean, yeah. They're always looking to be better. Yeah. Um, but Logan Lutz and the boys. 15 to 18 group shot a little score 76 69 for a four shot victory wow and uh in the in the girls division 15 to 18 raquel fowler 79 76 and that was a uh, good for a five shot win good for her so we're excited to be part of that we were hoping to grow it a little bit more um yeah you know try to try to get some sponsorship dollars and and, and again turn the event into what what everybody's looking for that elevated event that you're trying to do nowadays so right um so yeah we went straight from there again we, we did have the weekend off uh some of the some of the guys and girls caught up on the July the fourth holiday by on last weekend. Right. Um, but then we were out at Camden this past Monday and Tuesday for the USAM qualifier, and man, that Nick Price has got that golf yeah. course spot on right yeah, Nick's now. Nick's a good dude. That's as that's as good as good as I've seen in a long time. It was really good. Yeah. Uh, you know, everybody goes out there like a Camden or a Palmetto, and they look at that scorecard and think they're going to dust it, and it, it doesn't get dusted very often. No. What was the low score that day? Well, we, we did, did get dusted by okay. one person. Brady Hinkle um, went out there from Lancaster, and yep. he shot a score seventy sixty three. Oh wow, Brady! For, yeah, for, Coastal Carolina player. Yep, yep. We said we had five spots. Two of them were, were non South Carolina boys, but Brady Hinkle uh, one thirty three, and then Ryan Martyr again from Columbia yeah. was at one thirty seven, and then Todd White. And nice. Do you know Todd White's story? Todd White literally got done playing in the U.S. Senior Open. Thursday to Sunday in Iowa, I think. Yeah. Took a plane from there to Atlanta, got into Spartanburg at whatever time, and was in Camden by his 12 o'clock tea time by that next mm. day. And qualified. And qualified. Good for Todd. He's a player. Yeah. He's a player. He's going to be good. I, and, and not many not many people I bet have played in the U.S. Senior Open turn around and qualify for the U.S. Amateur in their career. No. Probably not. No. So, um so yeah, he he had a big week. I'm sure he was going to try to catch up on some some rest. Um, and then you know again, we just keep on going as as we were doing the USAM qualifier. We are also involved with the drive, chip, and putt. Yeah, qualifiers. Yeah. Um, we got involved with that about three or four years ago, and we do two of them. Oh well, we do three of them. But the two we did this week, one was July the 13th. Uh, it was at the Legends in Myrtle Beach. Yeah, yeah. Had 115 kids. I worked qualify. That was like my first one. I worked back with uh, the former director of carolinas ron ron schmidt yeah i almost that was the only one time in my whole career i almost passed out that day it well, was so hot justin just was telling me this morning how hot it was yesterday he said it was brutal he said yeah. not many times he's come out and he's been as wet as he was putting in steaks or whatever he was putting in yesterday morning <laughs> um so we had a good crowd you know that's that's an opportunity these kids come out there and they, they, you know, they hit a couple tee balls and they hit a couple putts and they hit a couple chips and it's all calculated based on how close they are to the, to the yep. target. And yep. they go from here, to, I guess, to a regional qualifier. And then from the regional, there's a big sectional qualifier. And then that's where they get to go to that's Augusta it. National next year. And, but the sectionals are at Torrey Pines or Oak Modest. Nice. The sectionals are nice places yep. too. Nice places. And we've had some representation. Our own Tip Price. Yeah. He won his age group uh, three years ago, I think, down Man. there at Augusta. And, and, and you know, that's that's pretty cool. I, I went down there and watched him do it. And 
the support they get from the club and the, the professionals. I mean, Sergio yeah, Garcia was yeah. out there saying hello and Vijay Singh and all these guys out there just watching these kids do it. And it was, right. it was really, really cool. So, yeah. Um, so we got that one done at the Legends. Um, we turn around tomorrow. We've got one at Westcott Plantation. Same amount of kids, about 115 kids down there for it. So yeah, that's a good one too. Yep. So I know they'll be glad to get those past us and then get back to tournament activity as we just keep marching along. Yeah. Um, we are midday of four ball qualifiers. The the day this episode drops, we have our first qualifier for the midday of four ball at Three Pines. Okay. And then we turn around and go to Crowfield for the second qualifier. Nice. Both are full. We've got 50 teams in each one and all trying to get to Bulls Bay at the end of August. How many teams are you taking and how many teams are exempt? We got 12 exempt teams, and that was based okay. on performance from last year. And then uh, I think I think we're taking another 46 teams for the field. Yeah. So, you know, again, we talked about it last time, but it's a chance to instead of just saying no, you're out. It's a chance to play your way in, right? Um, and 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 get the get the quality teams in there that we're looking for. Yeah. Um, while while those mid and four ball qualifiers are going on, we're going to be at Thornblade for the Blade. Uh, yeah. A three day event I was this about year. To say. Yep. 122 players. Man. I think we cut down. I think the third day they're only taking like. 30 or 40 kids for the for the cut That's so fine. um but again you know all these junior events are moving along and going from two days to three days and yeah uh it's, it's where they got to be i guess to, to to get that national recognition so right that's what uh so always a good time up there it's a good job that Thornblade does a good job always puts on a good show for these kids i think it'll be a good couple of days you're not gonna get a complaint out of the kid getting to play another day at that facility or the country club of charleston or the grant bennett you know the kids they they get they love that environment. They're Absolutely, getting pampered a little bit and well, and you know sometimes the, you know the cut is kind of that extra competitive feel to to an event. You it, know, it, it, it is a goal. If you might not win, you can have another. You know, as a, you know, uh, Hap Hap used to call the cut a, a mercy a mercy rule. Oh, uh, really? Because if you're playing bad enough, you get cut. You don't have to finish the last two That's days. That's true. Hammer. So. It's, <laughs> um, so yeah, so we get, we we go from there. Like I said, the blade, and then that weekend, the twenty fourth and twenty fifth, we've got our Georgia South Carolina team matches up at Greenville Country Club, playing the Riverside Course that weekend. So our top eight players from the Junior Championship uh, versus the top eight players from Georgia's Junior Championship, and uh, two days of match play, and uh, we add up the points and see who takes the victory. Wow, we, a, a sad moment here. Yeah, we just brought brought up Riverside. Our recent guest, Craig Harris. Yep. Unfortunately, the maintenance building at Chanticleer burnt down, and the dog he loved so much, Shanny, yep, was in there and passed away. So, yep. moment of silence for that. I know uh, Craig misses her, her a lot. I'm not going to be scared going there anymore, but I hate it for him. Well, I, I did talk to him yesterday, and, and he told us that uh, he told me that you know the dog didn't necessarily suffer as far as burning. He 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 passed from smoking inhalation. Uh, prior to but he did tell me where he buried the dog uh it's down there near the nursery over there to the right of number 11 um before you get to the fairway and he told me he put me on a mission he goes biff you're gonna be around a lot longer than i am but where we buried the dog you're gonna see some wildflowers growing okay he says you know i want you every time you come to greenville if you ever see anybody cutting those wildflowers you go get them i said well Craig, I can tell you, as long as I'm with the South Carolina Golf Association, it will be my mission to go by Chanticleer <laughs> and check number 11 to make sure the wildflowers are growing. That's right. In, in, in honor of, of Shanty, Shanty the, the dog. Yeah. 
So sorry to bring it down there. Just thinking about it. No, it's all right. It's it's, it's terrible. It's a terrible situation. We hope they get rebuilt and get everything back together. I'm just glad nobody nobody humanly was hurt. And right. uh, I know they've been through a lot, but they can they can get through this and make it better. So yeah. But yeah, we're looking forward to our week up there with them and um. The, the Jimmy Self, I think, comes up right after that uh, for the junior crowd. And then, like I said, we start the state amateur and game on, baby. Good luck. Yeah, yeah, we're looking forward to it. And and don't forget, you know, for all these events, for, for all the SCGA events, you can go out there on my SCGA app. You can download it via uh, Apple or Android. And yeah. you can follow the results. You can register for future tournaments. You can post scores. You can do all kinds of great things with that my SCGA app. And and the and the SCJ has an app also. SCJGA has an app also that oh, you really? go through Blue Golf. You know, you can okay, go through there yeah. Blue Golf, and you can follow scores through all their events there too. So nice. we're we're app friendly around our place. Yep, definitely gotta you gotta have one. You do. You it's know? the it's the day and age, man. It's what we it's what it's all about. So. Technology, which leads us into our guest. Yes, a good thing, Paul Ruyard. And I was thinking about this on my way here. I've got to tell the story, and I don't think you're there. And I'm mainly telling it just for Bennett Jordan. I know Bennett's going to appreciate it because he was there. <laughs> One year at the Tiger Golf Gathering, Paul Ruyard, who was our guest and was the first junior director. Yep. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay, yeah. For the SCJGA, he had a new Android phone, and it was waterproof. And so he was. it was like a party trick, and he would walk around and just throw this thing in your drink. And he, <laughs> he did it to me. He did it to Bennett. He did it to Joe. He did it to everybody, you know. And at some like an hour later, he dropped his phone, and that thing – burst into pieces oh no yeah, yeah. well it, you know paul paul was one of one of dad's first employees and, and that story makes reminds me of a story dad told when they first came out with the plastic liquor bottles you know uh-huh. back in the 70s or whatever and he thought he was so cool he walked in with this plastic bottle of vodka in front of everybody and said hey y'all watch this and he dropped it and it hit the corner of that thing and it burst all <laughs> over the place but <laughs> but uh paul paul was was the first employee for the junior golf association i actually worked for paul for a little bit that you'll hear about yeah. and uh, he and i were together for a long time and he still works with us now so yeah he's yeah. been a big part of our history and, and what we've accomplished and where we started from almost a historian you know with his photos and everything too. yeah he, he was he was the first guy you know took a lot of photos and 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 taught us how to how to do a lot of that stuff with with photography and, oh, and yeah. images and you know websites i remember the first he built he and i built the first website we had and, yeah and and worked hard on this on the current one we've got now too so um yeah it was good having him back it brought back a lot of memories and and i'm, I'm excited for him i'm glad he's doing well and appreciate everything he's brought to south Carolina golf association and junior golf association and without further ado here's paul ruyard the palmetto shop is your one-stop shop for all of your logoed apparel promotional and marketing needs offering full-service embroidery and screen printing for business, athletic teams and personal needs, along with a variety of gift options with our trademarked Palmetto Tree and Moon. You can find us on Facebook as Palmetto Shop, the web at thepalmettoshop.com, or call us at 803-252-5058. We are joined by Mr. Paul Ruyard. How you doing, Paul? Good, Al. How are you? I'm good, man. So, I think half the audience will know who Paul is, and the younger half might not. It's been a while. It has been a while. It's been a long time. You know, I, I, I've really enjoyed the series, right? Yeah. And I'm listening to it, and it's the living legend, Hap Lathrop, and it's the living leven, legend, Charlie Roundtree, and yeah. it's the living legend, Gary Shaw, and those are absolutely tr- true statements. And I do agree that Prezioso is a legend. <laughs> Let's be honest. Compared to that, I'm a footnote, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> I wouldn't say that, man. You've uh, 
the merchandise you kind of showed us before we went on air not merchandise but old school artifacts let's say and the hat i'm holding here uh just looking at the names which we'll get to that in a minute so and this is an event i've never even heard of so how how did you get involved with the scjga well or did south Carolina golf association yeah so in a way i mean i owe everything to junior golf I mean, and I can, I'll tell people that all the time. I grew up in a house. My dad was married six times. Mom had passed away when I was born. And um, golf was my retreat. And I worked at Bear Creek on Hilton Head, uh, which was a limited membership, 200. So I had 200 sets of grandparents because that's pretty much all I could afford <laughs> to play there. And um, I, you know, I, I wasn't very good at golf. Uh, I'll, I'll kind of build on that in a second. And, uh, but I loved it, and I played every day. I mean, there was one two-year span, once you know, 365 days a year. There was one year I played 360 days. Wow. I mean, I was just addicted, but I sucked. And um, I, didn't, I did not make my high school team my freshman and sophomore year in high school, but I kept persevering, persevering, and that's what I tell people all the time. Don't quit. Don't, you know, there's so many inspirational. So I made it my junior year. We won state, um, and I made the the five that played. You, won, you won state because of you? Uh, well, yeah, my <laughs> score did count one day, so yeah. <laughs> now, if you want to hold me to the fire, did we win by ten strokes and mine only added one? I don't know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I played, in my, and I got most improved player, which was, you know, kind of cool thing. Uh, and then my senior year, we won state again. But, it, uh, you know, the demons jumped up and got me. Um, because I was leading after day one. This is this is maybe triple A, double A. It wasn't five A by any means. And I shot seventy six, and my name's plastered over the home newspaper. Right? I puked my guts out. It was everything I could to make a par on the eighteenth hole of the last round to break ninety. Oh no! Oh yeah, it was one of those days. Yeah. I mean, I was shaking like a tree. But you know, it it builds character and perseverance. And that's what kind of got your your bug with junior golf? I mean, is that kind of what started it, and then you went from there? Yeah, well, certainly, but the cliff note is, in between, I was playing the Hilton Head Island Junior Golf Association during the summer, which kind of predated what HAP was doing, but it was one of their first chapters, which was why the chapter program went to the Heritage uh, Harbortown early on, because Farrell and those guys were running the program. And when I was playing high school golf... Farrell worked at Oyster Reef, and he uh, was with uh, Gary Ellis was the head pro. And um, I was so bad I had a nickname. I couldn't hit it out of my shadow, so they called me Kotex because I had a Kotex (laughs) insert for how short I hit. And I don't know how that's going to play out on the radio, but that's that's the truth. And to this day, I will, you know— one-off some people from those <laughs> days will call me that That's directly because <laughs> i just couldn't i was i was short and you know that because you've played with me i didn't have I, 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 yeah i mean i i never really thought about it like that but yeah we played together and but now did did you did you run the junior chapter on in hilton head for a while i did so once i got out of once i got to college and realized i had no playing career I fully exhausted my own aspirations on that. I wanted to get into golf as, uh, administration. I was blessed, fortunate um, that the AJGA hired, and I brought some memorabilia for this. I was summer intern in 1990, so I graduated from college, um, and I went to work with them for a summer 
just running tournaments on their West Coast team. So we went to Tucson, Arizona, and Aspen, Colorado, and Oklahoma City, and uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, Dallas, Texas, New Orleans. I mean, we just, we, it's in there. I had, they gave us one ticket that had four months of legs going right. from place to place. I mean, once to place. you get out there, you don't stop. You, you just don't just stop. Go one to one yeah. to one. And um, so when I got done, the, the economy sucked. Um, it was the first Gulf War. And I actually interviewed with Hap straight out of the AJGA for a position, but he could only pay me $12,000 a year. Wow. And I couldn't live on 12000 a year. Ironically, I had no choice but to take a job at Jackson Camera. I have several loves, technology, photography, yep. golf. And uh, I was able to... Um, I just I took the job at the camera store. I only made twelve thousand a year, so I probably should have taken the right. job. But um, <laughs> after a year of that and miserably starving to death, I moved back to Hilton Head. That's where I'm from, and Farrell got me a job working maintenance. So I had a college degree, going back to work just general labor at maintenance. At now Harbor Town, Harbor Town. Yeah. Um, now I worked at Harbor Town at that brief period of time when the greens were dead. I mean, Golf Week had posted. Don't play Harbor Town. It's not in condition oh, to wow. play. Okay. I mean, golf week. So because I had set up tournaments for the AJGA and I had some experience, they asked me that summer, hey, would you just set up the golf course and leave? <laughs> and so seven days a week, I would set up the golf course because I had a knack for putting the balls on a part of the green that had grass, and they would get less complaints when I set the course up than anyone else. And then the trade-off was, Farrell said, you can run the Junior Golf Association, so uh, the Junior Hilton Head Island Junior Golf Program. And when I started, I'm an ops guy. I, you know, you talk to, God, I just listen to Charlie talk forever. He's an ideas guy. Sure, he's wide he's open. He's amazing. Haps is a great storyteller. I'm an ops guy. I get things done. It's more tactical. And um, so I took the program, which was fledgling, and I doubled it in a year. And I bet Hap again. And, you know, so we I was doing that for a couple of years. And Hap and Keith, who was on the board, a good friend of Hap's. Yeah. Like, Keith Wright. Keith yeah. Wright. Thank you very much. You know, they wanted to hire a full-time position, and he said, Paul, tell me what we need to do. So we had a meeting, and I laid out a five-year plan for the junior golf program, and I thought, this is what you needed to do. And he goes, will you take the job? And I was not expecting – I was trying to help them as a chapter director, not really farm for a job, but I'm like, yeah, I want to do it. It was my dream job. It was what I loved. Junior right. golf was my passion. I loved the chapter program. Hap wanted to grow it. Um, my experience with playing competitive with AJGA or running those tournaments transcended. So that in um, the, that conversation was in 93, and I started January 1st, 94, um, and came on staff. And what was funny is, Hap, you, you guys talked about budget, and Charlie talked about we didn't have anything till Hootie came on. And financially, he's exactly right. right. Um, Hap hired me with a budget of $30,000 for the junior golf program, and that included my salary and travel. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Things <laughs> and, have changed. And in, in eight years, we had, we had uh, grown that to tenfold to 300000 by the time I had left and laid down an infrastructure of trying to, Charlie, I would think, use the word, but we would talk about cradle to amateur. Um, you know, wherever you wanted to join us along your journey, we would not want to say no. 
and we were always trying to find a program to fill a niche and we weren't afraid afraid to try new things the captain's club that you guys talked about one of the great things about that is it had nothing to do with playing ability it had everything to do with heart now ironically um, Brandy Jackson and, and Michael Manus the only two that I actually finished that program um, they were fine players in their own right oh yeah oh, yeah for sure no, no doubt uh, so did you start all the chapters no, when I came on, we had I want to say thirteen, fourteen chapters. Okay, and I at, grew okay. it up to nineteen. Yeah, um, and you know tried to put some structure around that, uh, and then but we had no no statewide tournaments. Gotcha. And my thing was because I came from less. I look Hilton Head's rich, but we weren't. So, you know, I didn't want to make, I saw so many rich kids on the AJGA tour. I didn't want the South Carolina Junior Golf Association to be about money. So people had always written me, why are you only charging $20 for someone to play in it or $50? You could charge more if the product's worth it. Well, yeah, it, it was, but then you're putting financial barriers to kids who are trying to get in. Yeah. And that's what we still do today. I mean, that, that's the that's the premise for behind the events we run, chapters all the way up to our majors, where, I mean, you, you know, it costs very little compared to some of these other events that they're going to play in. And uh, it, that's where everything started. I mean, the, the Junior Golf Association started with the chapter program, and that, that mm -hmm. was the basis of it. And then that's when we went from there and got the other events. Some of the events you, got, you were involved with starting up, the, the Fall Challenge? Oh, yeah. Players' Championship, yep. Parksville? Mm -hmm. I want to hear about the formation of a bunch of those. The Bobby Chapman, you were you there for that one? I was. Um, of course, there are a lot. I mean, when you talk about the Chapmans and you talk about Charlie and you talk. I was there, and well, I was yeah. there on an ops, guys. But that one, yes, I was in charge of running the tournament for them when they were starting out. Um, but there were a lot of powerhouse smart people. I don't want to take any credit I, I away agree. from them. But, yeah, I was there from day one and in those conversations, and they always wanted to have – I mean, it's amazing. They they wanted to take a master's approach to a junior golf tournament, and they, they world-classed it. And, you know, the Blade, I was there when we started that, and Bill um, uh, Jayhoss threw his name behind that. And, you know, I remember lightning storms being in their house and yeah. his – his wife is just amazing but they're not going to be shown up by by uh country club of spartanburg so they put on a world-class event too <laughs> i mean and you know the first year we were there the clubhouse burned down so i i had a hobby of designing t-shirts i wish i saved this one i had burning down the house at the blade wow <laughs> so it's a t-shirt of their clubhouse i took you know did it go over well yeah it went over great uh, okay. they loved it and, okay. and that was a t-shirt and it was flames coming out of their <laughs> clubhouse so um it was great so uh and uh the pro god i'm drawing a blank on her name the pro lady pro at the blade at uh, the time um she was mccullough jamie yeah jamie oh what an amazing person and yeah she was a great partner and you know so many of the i'm drawing blanks too on some of the members that helped out that still help out they today. Still do, they, yeah. you know the misconception sometimes about especially the blade uh the bobby chapman the beth daniel now we've, we've gotten involved with a couple others that they, they we run them they're under our umbrella but but that's what we do we just we go run those we don't really have a, there's committees at each one of those that make the decisions and 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 do those things now the fall challenge uh, the players' championship; those are ours. We we those are those were started as a junior golf association. So I, I think a lot of people lose that sometimes, but it's a it's a big part of what we do. Well, the 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 fall challenge. What's interesting about that? We started the players over at Hartsville. 
But wasn't the players played somewhere else one time? Yes, the players was or first. Or the Fall play- Challenge might have been at Hartsville once. No, you're right. Fall Challenge was first. My bad. You're okay. right. Fall Challenge, we played that up uh, in the upstate because it was the only tournament. Hap gave me such a hard time for this. <laughs> I called the tournament for wind. It was. I, I had to cancel the tournament because it was too windy to play, and the Fall Challenge was it. Um, but I, essentially, I had someone walking from green to tea, through a wooded area and this huge limb got blown off and almost hit him and i'm like i'm not losing someone today because not a fun fact but a reality is my brother was the head pro at shipyard on hilton head around the same time he went on to a course in savannah and then he went on to work with the the trail in alabama but he had a player killed on his golf course by a tree falling on him and as soon you know that just clicked for me i'm like i'm not it's in worth it so we we canceled but the fall challenge was first uh, and i think that picture i showed you of nash elliott was maybe winning that one if my memory is accurate uh, about the same time uh robbie bennett took over as president and he wanted to get involved and hunger pillar wanted to get involved it's a heck of a thing i you know the tiger effect and what tiger was doing for junior golf and bringing attention to it making it cool for young kids I, part of the burnout for me with junior golf was after we got the applications, I literally, if I had a spot for 150 kids, I was getting 300 applications, yeah. which meant instantly I was going to make as many people unhappy as I was going to make happy when I made my selection. And it meant for a week I was going to get my butt chewed. That's right. And yeah. the reality is if it's my kid and i get it now i didn't then there's nothing you're going to say that's going to make me happy i just want to chew your butt for a little bit yep. so yeah. i just it was exhausting to get your butt chewed justin fleming has no idea what you're talking about right now as far as i'm just kidding he gets his <laughs> yeah. butt chewed every day chris, it's still a problem i would say chris miller was good at it and chris, chris knew they just need somebody to yell at and i'll be that guy he told me that one time oh yeah i was like how are you so cool right then he's like he just needs somebody to yell at. he just needs to get it out of his, off his chest <laughs> He and that's that you know I talk about I had great op skills and and I turned the reins over to Miller and he, what he did for that and his presence was amazing. I'm sure at some point you'll get him here. Oh, for the, sure. He's yeah. ne- he's next. We we were going in progression though for the juniors and <laughs> it starts at Paul Ruillard. I mean that's that's yeah. where when when I think about it and, and for those that don't know I, I actually worked with Paul. I, I was his assistant for a couple of years and oh yeah we shared you know that you know that office Kyle's in right now. Yeah. Paul and I shared that office. You thought the expansion mm-hmm. is that the one? I want to hear your version of the guy coming through the wall. <laughs> To the closet when we expanded. Uh, Paul might not be. As I don't think I was there. Okay. For that. I yeah. don't know that story. We, we 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 expanded when we expanded the office. That closet that was right outside of our office. They they busted through, and I'm sitting in our debt one of our desks that one day, and all of a sudden this dude comes walking out the closet, and I was like, "What in the world is going on?" And they had busted through at that point in time, and, and now it was connected. So that's that story. But um, yeah. so yeah, Paul and I were together for a while, and um, we 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 made a lot of road trips and spent a lot of good time together. So. And, and all, Paul, you were with us for what seven years or eight years? It was eight, um, okay. and and I don't uh, eight where you got a paycheck. Eight, well, yeah. I mean, so the funny thing is, I quit but never really left. I mean, to this day, I still get calls from it. So there's two hats that I wore. I wore this hat that was junior golf, and it was my passion, and we did a lot of good things. But there was an eight year bow on that one. Uh, 
Right. For the most part. And we could talk more about that. But then you had the technology side of it. And I just happened to be the right guy at the right time. And to this day, I still occasionally get phone calls. Oh, yeah. We still use him. I mean, he's still, listen, he's still our IT guy. When people call me, I said, no, I got an IT guy. I've had him for years. He's great. <laughs> well, I owe Paul a big thank you for taking me under your wing. When you did, uh, explaining, it started with web stuff, you know, managing websites and helping Take, try and probably take some load off of him when I didn't have much to do in the office, but it just worked the cameras and videos, right? Photography. When you, when before the SCJGA became involved with the Junior Heritage, you still were. Mm-hmm. You managed the website. You did a lot of stuff down there. Behind well, you, so the the <laughs> so the way that worked is um, I grew up down there, so going back and helping was great. But the reality is, when I told my board that I was resigning from the Junior Golf Association, Matt Self who was uh, amazingly dry but very businesslike uh, was funny he's like so you're now available to help with the junior heritage right because he had just come from a junior uh, uh, a, a heritage meeting and they needed help with the junior heritage. Oh, I gotcha. so I I part of my agreement was um, well part of that too was the the rankings which was another thing that I was a brainchild of mine and, and we got it going yeah um, I didn't want to leave it without funding. We had just lost First Citizens, so I went to meet with the Junior Heritage, with the Heritage Foundation, to talk nice. about um, sp- sponsoring the rankings. So that's when that started. Still, been, still going. I was about to say, still, still to this day. Something I got to tell a good Paul story from the Junior Heritage. Probably my first year, it was me, you, and a, <clears throat> it was me, you, and a buddy, and we're I'm riding down with y'all. It was your buddy. Uh, and so Paul tells me, he goes, all right, we're going to do this thing on Twitter. There's a new social media. <laughs> and and you can short characters. You can get the information out fast. They can just follow us, and they can get all the term and info right then and there. And so they used to have this player dinner. And the first night, they, uh, hey, Jenny, we got a junior mom walking in right now. She's got a hat, an SCGA hat she on. She does too. have an SCGA hat on. <laughs> Good job. So, Paul, we're at the player dinner. And they're happy. you got Mike Murphy going over rules. you got John Farrell going over things. And Paul kind of going over his spiel. And he goes, all right, now who's heard of Twitter? Raise your hand. Nobody. Crickets. Crickets. Total. And I was like, mm, that's a bomb. Within one year, Twitter was the most popular social media platform there was. Yeah. I mean, re- really and truly, because now you know, our, our staff is so much larger than it was when, when Paul and I were first starting there. Um, but Paul was our marketing person. I, I remember, Paul, you, you and I, I think it was Palmetto Hall State Amateur, we were sending fax, we were faxing results. Then had to drive to Sea Pines and we got there at 1130. 10.30 at night or whatever, we're faxing <laughs> results to newspapers back in the day. So Paul led us into the generation of electronic media, uh, you know, emails, Twitter, social, what have you. And, and now, now we've got a, a whole marketing department that, that does all that for us. And we used to have to rely... Not only did Paul have to, or all of us, we had to run the golf tournament. We had to do the ops, but you also had to turn around and take pictures with your camera and do the interviews. And now we got people to do that. You know, it's a little, little bit, little bit yeah. easier. But Paul led that charge into into that new new era. But it's it's grown. You know, it's ever evolving, ever changing. Well, and and let's be honest, Hap didn't have any other options. I mean, you heard him tell the story. If he could call them in and get them to list top five, that was a success, right? Because yeah. they had to manually type it in. When you faxed it to them. They still had to manually ta- type it in. When I could email it to them, 
They didn't have to type it. Now, all of a sudden, it's, you, you're starting to make their job easier. Now, I, I, you call that a flack. And I was a flack for the AJGA. So I kind of knew how to play that game a little bit. Um, and and so AJGA for those American Junior Golf Association. I don't know. Yeah. Audience knows that. So, um, yeah, we were able to start emailing. So as soon as we started emailing, we started could do more. Well, you still couldn't send pictures because, right. there, you know, so there was still no visual side to it. Now you fast forward 25 years and we can produce real time live stream and, and, you know, local newspapers are struggling to local TV or how do you keep up with real time free? That was, oh, no doubt. Towards the end of my career, I started to realize that we always focus on press releases. Mm-hmm. And I started to realize that the social media post is just as much as the press release as the press release was. Mm-hmm. That might even maybe get more eyes on it, you know. So, uh, and, and that's the case now. I mean, I, I, you know, I think about every time we send a press release out, I get a press release. I got one last night from a super senior four ball. Um, uh, that that's almost for personal eyes now instead yeah. of instead of media instead of newspapers as they're yeah. still on there but you know newspapers like Paul said I you look at the state newspaper today and it's yesterday's yeah. news that we've already heard yesterday or day, yeah <laughs> from well, Twitter and, and, or the day and, before you so I now my daughter didn't choose golf my two sons didn't that's another story but my kids don't play <laughs> competitive golf stab me in the heart love them to death but they just didn't choose that sport right. Um, but my daughter plays softball, so I live stream their games in part to help them out with COVID, in part because parents and recruiting and all of those things come into play. If I'm live streaming, I'll have 200 views, 300 views within a day. If I don't have connectivity and have to record it and upload it, I might get 10 to 20 views. Right. That's yeah. the difference between real-time near and a day later yeah. it's not acceptable anymore let's get back to junior golf real quick you, you, you were there when the we had some serious talent coming through mm-hmm. uh the junior side i mean we some of the names you remember working with lucas glovers uh kyle thompson's michael manis dj Tran. oh man i'm not, i got a little sidebar brent delahousay oh yeah delahousay do you know how hard it was when you're giving out trophies to make sure Brent Delahousay is said correctly when you didn't know it? Sure. Or Anabong Udo? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I don't even try that one. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember. I've met him. Udabong. Okay. I'll yeah. go with that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, Daniel Serdic and Catafiotu. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, anyway, side names. So, yeah, there were a lot of good names. Christy McPherson came through at that time. Um, Bill Haas had a much better um tour career than he did a high school i mean he was a great talent and you could see the yeah. the, the ability dj uh, trahan yep. came through dustin, dustin johnson was younger really um and you know dustin i knew him when he was a young golfer and he could grip it and rip it and he you could see the athletic ability but he, he maturity wise you know, he just wasn't there. Well, he just, you know, we've gotten a lot of, a lot of between the Masters this, you know, month ago, what have you, and and, and the PGA Championship coming, and uh, we've gotten a lot of questions and, and requests for for pictures of him during junior golf. Dustin didn't play a whole lot of junior golf. I mean, he he was out there playing golf with the big boys, you know, at at Northwoods and and playing the games out there, um, and then went on and, and you know from Coastal Carolina and, and had his career. But but yes, to your point, there are a lot of people that 
have come through and might not have done much in the junior ranks and, and are now players, or, or vice versa. They, they were really good in the junior ranks, and we don't see them anymore. Well, you know, Kyle Thompson, who's very active on Twitter, and I follow him, and he had a, a, a good career on the tour. You know, at the time, real time, he was the most consistent player Oh yeah. I, at the time. He, he may never go deep like Lucas would, but he would never go high. Right. Matter of fact, I kiss a death. I jinxed him because I said that <laughs> to a newspaper at one time, and he shot like an 80 one day. I'm like, never say that <laughs> there again. There you go, Paul. Good <laughs> job. Jinxed him. Jinxter. Uh, but Lucas was amazing. And Lucas is, you know, what a great heart he is. And, you know, we kept in touch for a while. I, you know, I probably still have a connection number for him. But when he sunk the putt to win the U.S. Open, um, I, because I worked with the Junior Heritage volunteering my time, uh, Wilmot was nice enough to let me take a family vacation in the player's house that they use. Yep. And, and I was staying there when Lucas um, Where are you? won the U.S. Open. And it very much was very overwhelming for me. Because I'm in this room that had so much heritage, um, watching someone who grew up through the program, and Lucas was just such a good-hearted, modest guy with us, and you know, just amazing. So he, I would not jinx him with the putt. So until that last putt dropped, I didn't hit send on the tweet. (laughs) But you know, amazing with all the press and all the exposure. Within a day, he had responded back. Oh wow! Um, He's talk- class act. I can tell you where I was. I was running the U.S. Junior at Woodside in Aiken. Ooh. And Chris Miller was on the scoreboard, and Lucas had like five holes to go. And Chris said, come get on the scoreboard. I'm going inside to watch this on TV. Oh, he, he pulled rank, huh? Oh, he did. Yeah. He did. <laughs> <laughs> That's where, right. where you were when, I showed you guys pictures ahead of time. In high yeah. school, I would, Payne Stewart was my guy. Um, and he had won the Heritage. I'd watched him play. Uh, Greg Norman and Fred Couples, too, growing up. Those were people I liked to watch. But uh, I met uh, – there's a restaurant in Hilton Head called the Crazy Crab, and oh, I actually yeah. met Payne Stewart in there. He was in jeans and a ball cap, and, and no one would recognize him <laughs> because right. without knickers and the plus the, yeah. the, the Hogan hat, you didn't recognize him. But um, where you were when it happened, I was officiating the girls – uh, high school state championship at Oak Hills when his plane went down. Oh wow! Okay, you remember that? Yeah, yeah. That was that was something. You know, I was you, in the doctor's office. I remember it too. I don't remember where the hell I was. I, <laughs> I got no clue. Um, <laughs> I remember hearing about it. You know, you talk about not Payne Stewart not being recognized. You know, that, that's the case for for me. A lot of art. You know, I see my guys on the golf courses, and I'm and you know they got everybody's got their hats on and they're golfed up and. All of a sudden, you might run into them on the street somewhere where they're not golfed up and don't have a hat on. I'm like, dude, I can't remember who this <laughs> is. Um, but it, it, it happens. But Payne, for sure, stuck out with, with attire. So, you know. You got any fond memories, like feel-good stories? Yeah, so fond memories, there's a lot of them. It's really the families and the people. Um, so many good people trying to volunteer, Less, especially from the full board. Um, Dickie Elliott. Um, from the with, beach. Now he uh, down down in Furman, South Carolina, down 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 towards Hampton, where okay. my family's from. Okay, I don't know Dick. Um, he Estel. he, Estel he had exact. Nash Elliott, who I shared a picture oh, okay. of. Yeah, yeah and yeah. Um, he was really helpful. He was he was a kind of a business guy. He wasn't really outgoing. He was quiet behind the scenes. Um, just uh, you know, Charlie. Charlie Bo. We got it's not. I heard you say it. It's, this is easy, Bo. It's easy, Bo. It's easy, and and you know, Charlie always thinking, and you know, feel good. I'll say right now, Hap is a feel good for me. 
Um, like everybody wants to poke at him a little bit and he, he's an easy target. But the reality is my father passed away about six months before I went full time. And um, Hap played a, f a father role in a lot of ways and we were family your family took me on and you know when i got married you guys were there with my kids you were there your mom is a blessing in my yep, life yep. and you know so and you and i shared an office sure and and i'm supposed to tell hap stories at the end right uh, probably yeah we'll probably ask you yeah <laughs> I don't, I don't bring me into this oh you're coming into this one <laughs> is this about a door being locked no that's uh, a pendergrass story right, yeah. right, okay. um so anyway yeah, just, uh, all right, my middle child who's 22, who's buying a house next week. Wow. When he was two years old, I was at the Bobby Chapman, and he, um, so that was, he wasn't quite two, so that was 2000, and um, he, uh, I was at the Bobby Chapman and got a call that he'd crawled on the counter while I was out of town and poured coffee down his leg. I mean second third degree burns had to go to the emergency room what felt good to me was every doctor at bobby chapman they surrounded me and they're like do this do this do this i mean it's like they all wanted to give back sure yeah and you know that that would be the case you talk about oh, i meant to bring it hunger pillar yeah he would have it you talked about him have us uh, over before the championship yeah. well he had this closet and the cedar thing in the attic and there was this russian rabbit skin black hat russian style and i meant to bring it that it fit my head he had a big head it wasn't going to fit his head or anybody <laughs> in his family it fit my head because it was bald to this day in the winter i'll wear it and still think, think of him he yeah. was a good one he, was, like a, he was a treat and that's a hundred year old hat at this point it was made in like 21 or 22 wow i, I think that's one of the things and one of the things that keeps me going and, and energized about the position the industry is it's the people you know you get out there you you know, it's the parents that you get to learn and know, and I've, I've, I've gotten to know more of them over the last four years with my shift and, and duties. Um, but then also, you know, the guys that are playing SCGA stuff, and, and you see them all the time, and, and, and I think that's one of the things that keeps coming back. I mean, it's, it's a good crowd for the most part that plays, plays in our stuff. Well, and, you know, I'm sitting here going through names in my head, and I'm like, how do I not mention Rick Veith? Oh, Rick's best, yeah. World class. And how do I not mention Firm and Self and the whole Self family, what yep. they – opportunities they provided us along the way um but the feel goods you know i think it was justin roof 95 maybe 94 um justin roof won the scga at, at um, lexington but he finished uh, i think it was birdie eagle birdie birdie he was five under for the last four holes i know that and i'm like Dang. for a kid that's like winning the Masters or any major because that's the biggest thing he can play in is your state championship. Right, sure. And he studied it up and played his last four holes five under par. I mean, that's 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 digging yeah. deep and getting it done. Um, I, I remember, you know, DJ Trahan, who is tall, if anybody knows him, he's really tall. And I have a picture of him in the first... Uh, and you're not really tall. No. So everybody looks really tall. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> anyway. Five foot seven. I look up to all of you guys. Um, but DJ, um, I have a picture with me and him giving a trophy at the uh, Chapter All-Stars 
in Harbor Town where he's only up to my shoulder. Oh wow! And then oh, I, that's cool. I gotta find that too. I found a good picture. I guess I think it was Jordan Bird from the Harbor Town All Stars, and he wasn't, but yay high, you know. You know, the one thing you mentioned, Justin Roof. I don't know if anybody knows this. I didn't know this until I was looking through something the other day. Justin Roof won that junior championship. What a what ninety three somewhere in there, and then Brent Roof, his brother, won it the very next year, which is kind of cool. I never that put that cool. together. I didn't realize yep. that. I didn't remember that. That both way. both still playing today in our stuff, which is great. We appreciate them. Yeah, Brent's a heck of a player. Yeah, and Justin is too. But sure. I'm saying, yeah, left handers champion um, and all that. Tommy Addison really good guy uh, i don't hear his name much more anymore but he was kind of volunteering pc coach he's yeah tommy okay. unfortunately passed yeah, yeah. but his knew. sons play don't they well his, his son is his son took over he's still coaching pc okay yeah um but tommy thomas yeah um was really a good soul and a big supporter of junior golf and he had a nice easy southern way oh yeah talk about raised southern and smooth and gentlemen yep um hadn't thought of him but i could go on for days with the people and that's really um the amazing thing is uh, the people in every part of the state that that gave back to junior golf and helped that you know i look as as charlie was a big idea i had a an, an ability to operationalize and make things happen um but it didn't happen without buy-in at every you talked on early every community it wasn't going to be a success unless the club bought in sure. and the local community bought in, and that's what made us successful as much as anything. And, and you know, you were around. I mean, you, not to date you again, but I mean, we're talking '94 is your first year, so it's, it's a long time ago. But you know, some of the powerhouses with this, CJ Charlie Draudies, and 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 some of those mm -hmm. guys that were a big part of what we were doing, and and and, and driving the machine uh, to, for 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 junior golf at that too. So, so Jimmy Finkley's. Oh, Jimmy Finkley. How about that name? Oh, wow. Dropped one on you there. So, Drotty. Yep. When I was in high school, the first tournament I ever traveled to to play, the Drotties hosted a junior tournament at Hampton. And I, you know, back in the day, I drove those back roads all the way to Hampton from Hilton Head. Yep. And I stayed at the Drotties' house. They hosted up. And I still remember Mrs. Drotty. I mean, this was, you know, coming from Hilton Head, which had a new kind of elegance to it. And you go to that school classic southern elegance and she was such a first class lady oh yeah and um whole she, family she i mean had 13 kids around table making spaghetti for him feeding them <laughs> you know on me and just world class and that was a fun little tournament to play in um and and so my knowledge of oswald i played against him he i think he was a couple of years older but played against him in high school played against reimer yeah great reimer story um, you talk about him not showing up with shoes uh, to to play in um, the. You good? Come, Come on, on in. Chuck. We're wrapping this one up. Yeah. Um, you yeah Oswald. So um, no, I went to Charlie Reimer. You guys That's talked about good. him not showing up yeah. to to have shoes. Well, back in the day they were looking for competition in the state so he played at fort mill and they drove all the hay all the way to hilton head for a nine-hole match oh wow it was raining like hell they had <laughs> driven all that way and they were going to play golf and charlie goes to get out and he has only dock sides wow. little boat shoes wow. no golf shoes and it's raining like hell and this is rye grass that's been over you know it's overseed it's slippery as slippery can be yeah he got out there and fired a little 34 
Oh yeah. In dark shoes and a heavy rain. He's got game, baby. He's still got game. He's 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 a he's a special talent, no doubt about it. Yeah. Charlie said I interviewed him recently. He said you could tell what he had for lunch on the front of his shirt when he was a junior golfer, whether it was mustard <laughs> or chili, you know, whatever. I don't think things have changed much. Probably not. Either, probably so. not. So I going back, we talking about the, the way things have changed a little bit. When I first started which had been in 06, we still, at the Players' Championship, when pairings came out for round two, we had to go around to each hotel and take a copy to the front desk, you know, it, it, online. And we had to answer the phones. Oh, the many, many hours sitting at the hotel while everybody's out eating. Somebody drew the short straw, had to stay at the hotel and answer phones. To, <laughs> yeah. what, what's your name? What'd you shoot? What's, here's your tea time. That's exactly. kind of what it was. So. And that was a catalyst for our websites. I mean, being able to allow people to come. You know, and there was resistance. You know, the younger kids would do it, but... The parents a little skittish, and yeah. you couldn't do it for the seniors, but you could do it for the adults, and it, you know, emailing, and so there was an evolution of time when all that went through. And you know, funny enough, uh, one of the best assets you have at the golf association is the value of the URL sgolf.org. Oh yeah, no doubt. Um, there's a dollar value to URLs, and and we stumbled across that because by the time we came along, um, SCGA was taken by. Southern the California. other SCGA. the other it's like the other USC right and um, and we were brainstorming I came up with sc.golf.org and it went over so well that Carolina switched to Carolina's golf yep. yeah Carolina's golf.org yep yep so and and but being able to be there and the first website we had we hired someone out of Charlotte to help do it but then there was no way we could get them to update during a tournament so by necessity yeah. So it was better for me to learn how to do it and figure out how to do it than have to sit by the phone, and that's why I'm remembering it, and take calls for two hours. I could take 20 minutes and upload it, and I could go have a dinner and be done with the day. Yeah, yep. yep. it's, it's still one of the most important tools we have, obviously. I mean, that's where everything, everything breaks down and goes through. I do want to uh, briefly address the door story. Let's go there. All right, so... Yeah. In a, you know, you accidentally locked it, correct? Oh, yeah. So so what you're talking about is at the Legends, uh, is Larry Young still with us? Or no, sir. No, um, sir. We lost him. A, he, uh, amazing man, um, was very generous with his facility at the Legends to host the seniors. You know, you have a lot of peoples. We didn't want to reject people. So it was great that we were there. But what people don't realize, this is August in the South, and by the time we got to there, we had had a month of qualifiers. We had had uh, the state amateur, which is long and grueling. We had the all-stars, and we had a couple others, uh, U.S. amateur and some qualifiers. And you've gone pretty much 30 days of 90-plus weather outside, 12 to 14-hour days, and you're just tired. Yeah. So this is at the end of that before you get a breath. Not a long one, but you got a breath. Well, we're there and tensions always run high you're a little stressed out so we commenced to decompressing in the evening with liquid and we're staying in the cottages or, or the units there on facility so we're right there on the, in the legends facility yeah so in the way i tell the story dehydrated we were a guest of larry at his houses i yep. mean they, he rents them out but they were his it was his well the way the door i was in a room and we, i shared a room with with pendergrass uh, phil and someone I'll share with, I can't remember who, but the way the doors lined up, if the closet door wasn't closed, the doorknobs would hit. Well, the doorknob to the room had a push button. So I, as usual, I'm the short guy at the time, the only bald guy, 
thanks for joining the club. Back in, baby. <laughs> yeah, um, I was, I, I was the one that picked, that got picked on, and I was just tired of it. Yeah. So sarcastically, not really. I, my memory is that I wasn't as pissed as I was playing it up a little bit. I'm just going to bed, which I was tired. So I slammed the door like I was going to bed. Well, I didn't realize that the other doorknob had pressed that in. And, you know, because we had been hydrating, let's use that term, um, I was out cold. <laughs> so I don't know if Phil knocked a lot on the door. I had heard he had. I was there. I saw the whole thing. He, he knocked a couple times. <laughs> and then he just freaking kicked the door in. And then he right. backed up. He put that right foot right through that door. And Paul, you should have seen Paul's face when he opened it up. He said, well, what is going on out here? I said, well, we got some problem now, boys. <laughs> yeah. we got to tell Hap now. <laughs> And what did Hap say? I, I, I can't remember, but yeah. it wasn't good, I'm right. sure. We, we, we had to work he, it off. My memory was he was embarrassed, but he handled it better than we expected. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. Um, he was pretty good about stuff like that. So that was that story. Yep. Uh, I will say, tell me, I, I don't want to miss the Crown Cup. That was something I'd never heard of. So we wanted to do, you know, we were always looking for opportunities Um to to grow and give better chances so if you played well in the chapter program you played well enough to play in the all-stars if you played well in an all-stars that was it but you know if you played well in state championship they had the georgia south carolina team yeah. matches well i am trying to remember who to give credit to for that tournament i cannot and i'm sorry but the idea was the crown cup which it might have been uh who was my counterpart at the CGA? Dennis? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, Jason was the first one I knew. No. And, and uh, Crum, he was from Columbia Country Club, right? Or Spring Valley? I don't mm. remember. Anyway, um, we decided to do the best of their all-star type program against the best ours. It was called the Crown Cup. And and, and so um, those are all kids who played in the all-stars. It was kind of cool. You've got web.com winner Mark Anderson on here who won it at Thornblade, the BMW. Um, Brandon Jackson's on here. Crawford Reeves, I see. Some other names. Dinah Plyler played at Carolina. Will Hutchins. There's a bunch of names on there. I mean, a bunch of names that are still involved right now. A bunch yeah. of names that are start, you know might be playing, but but might be more involved with the foundation, with junior golf, with the Golf Association. I mean, those are all people that we deal with on a regular basis. Alan Kuhn right there. Alan Kuhn. Kuhn. That's, That's pretty cool. Blast from the past. All right, so... Paul did bring in a bunch of cool artifacts, memorabilia that we won't be able to get to. Maybe, maybe take some pictures of them. But uh, give us a hap story. I'm not giving you a hap story. Why? I'm giving you a Biff story. Okay, give oh. me a Biff story. What you gonna t show me? Oh man, I I, I knew that was gonna come up at some point. <laughs> it's not the one I'm gonna tell though. Okay, good, good, yeah, good. I'm gonna tell you that Hap is notorious for ribbing you, and. Biff, being Hap's son, knew that the best way to handle something is to own it upright. There was a time in the your dad came and saw you in the shower because you did something. Oh, I got got pulled over by a sled agent and was that yeah almost yeah. got taken to jail. That's when you passed the sled agent. I, it was in my El Camino. Right. I couldn't help it. That thing would go so fast. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, not the story. Biff <laughs> was you know a couple years into being my assistant and. He, I th think you were married at that point. First time. First time. And um, he was hydrating, experimenting with alcohol, let's yeah. say that. <laughs> and we're sharing a hotel room. In the middle of the night, I'm feeling someone snuggle up behind me. 
That's lonely. <laughs> and it's Biff who forgot to go to his bed, decided to crawl in bed with me, and he's spooning me. Oh, I've never heard this. And I'm like, Biff. There's a reason. <laughs> yeah. Is there a good reason why you're spooning me? Yeah. And he's like, oh, oh, no. And he went over to his bed. The best part of the story, that's that's great. But Biff knowing the ribbing he was going to take, I don't know if he slept the rest of the night, but I can tell you, by the time the alarm went off for me to get up at like 6 in the morning, Biff had already packed he had already showered, and he was at the course, and he was telling the story because he knew if he told the story, he got to control <laughs> Absolutely. It. Right. you got to know You're how to right. control the situation. And, and that's also when I learned about top sheet, bottom sheet. I, I should have taken that into consideration that night instead of just spooning up right behind the man. But <laughs> things happen man. sometimes, you know. You're on the road a lot. so I've yeah. been around this organization for a long time. That's the first time I've heard that one. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. I mean, all the stories I've heard at lunch table, I've never heard that one. <laughs> There's a reason. <laughs> I wasn't there. Oh, He's controlling the message. You're right. You're um, right. We'll but pull. class, uh, you know, straight up, Alan, you were amazing well, and, you. and continue to do the work you've grown and what I've heard with this podcast, the other, the video work. It's it's amazing. And, and you've really run with an opportunity. Yeah. And I was glad early on to, to be there because you kind of gave. I learned a lot from you, man. It was a lot. I mean, a lot. Uh, certainly maybe expanded some of that knowledge, but you were the the roots of my growth no well, doubt well thank you and and to well, you my friend you're a brother well and you. same here you keep saying shay and uh, your sister shay yeah and saga were your siblings i kind of felt like i was well, part of that too <laughs> well but, you were and, and I'll, I'll tell you paul and one of the main reasons we wanted you here uh you know it, it's we're, we're trying to get people that are that are part of the SCGA, it's been part of the SCGA, and you've been the the one of the main parts of especially the junior golf association and i I personally wanted to thank you for all your efforts, your vision, um, for those times you were here to get us to where we are, and you got the ball rolling, and, and we, we've, we've kept it rolling, fortunately, and uh, we, we appreciate all the time and effort and, and what you've given to, to our golf association. Labor of love, you're welcome. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Paul. Thank you.